Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's, let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, Survivor fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'm Cherry Garcia. It's March 23rd, 2017, and it's time for Mike on the Mic with our host, Mike Albright the number one Survivor fan in the USA. He's currently met 468 Survivor alumni, and he's still going strong. Tonight, Mike has two special guests joining him to recap last night's amazing episode of Survivor Game Changers. And both of our guests tonight are retired police officers. Christina Correa from Survivor Cook Islands uh, and Mark Anthony Papa Bear Caruso from Survivor South Pacific will both be here tonight, not just to recap, but to share their episodes as well. I'm sorry, share their opinions as well. And um, we can't wait to hear what they're up to and how they've been doing and what's going on with them lately. And as always, listeners are invited to participate in our show. So if you have questions or comments for Mike, Christina, or Papa Bear, call on in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you get on our switchboard, please remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to Mike and the Mic from our switchboard, which a lot of people do when they're cooking dinner or driving home from work or working out at the gym or going for a run. You get the picture, so don't forget to press the number one key. Now, let's bring up our host and get Mike on the mic right after we play a little intro for our host. And that's coming up right now. Um, Sorry, I wasn't on it. I'm having a lot of technical difficulties right now. 
folks that were trying to get in the, the, the chat room, I just got the chat room open. So for those listening, if you were trying to get in the chat room, it is now open. And here is our intro for our host. Super fan. Big Mike. Big Mike, you're up. Hi, Mike. How are you? Yeah. Well, Sherry, I'm doing great. I've uh, <clears throat> been very busy here at the, the campus. A lot going on. The city council race is underway, and uh, everything with getting married in 17 months and 500-some-odd days. There's just a lot going on. I gave blood this morning, and I just there's a lot going on in my life, and there was an amazing episode of Survivor that I can't wait to chat about and talk to two really amazing people that I, that I care about a lot. And that I haven't, I've talked to the one recently, but I haven't, haven't really talked in person to Papa Bear for a couple of years. So it should be, should be a great uh, show tonight. I can't wait. Absolutely. Well, it wouldn't be blog talk if they didn't give us these technical difficulties and keep us on our toes all the time. I never know what they're going to throw at me, but I know there's always going to be technical difficulties along the way. Um, but we do have our chat room open now. So um, we've had some real technical difficulties uh, right before the show went on. I wasn't sure we were going to have a show. <laughs> um, but everything came together right at the very last minute. And we're able to be on air, and I'm so glad because these two guests are just awesome people, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear from them. And we had such great episode last night. Um, oh yeah, epic. Speaking, maybe epic it's because last episode. episode. Yeah, probably because last night was up to the last minute. Maybe that's why we're <laughs> our show is emulating the actual show. So yeah, <laughs> that could be. Um, I believe we do have one of your guests on the switchboard as we speak. So whenever you're ready, you let me know, and I will start to um, find out who the others are once we get somebody up here with you. I'll start checking okay. out who the other phone calls are. I think Isabel's on, too, and uh, both guests should be in the queue. I'm going to just remind them to press 1. So, yeah, whoever whoever wants to... Come on down and be the first one to be introduced, sure. Okay, I believe we have Papa Bear. Hey, on guys, here. how you doing? Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, man, um, pleased to, you know, actually see you guys, well, actually hear from you guys, especially Mike. He's a big oh, yeah. part of the family, and as well as you, and uh, we're all this dysfunctional people that love this show. For sure, it's, uh, and I'm not sure the last event we were at, Papa Bear. I don't know when the last time I got to see you in face and get a bear hug in person. But when well, do you think? Well, when's the last time I probably saw you? I'm trying to remember. I actually probably on my finale. I, I mean, I've talked to you throughout the years. And first of all, let everybody know I'm so proud of your progress. What you did is amazing. You lost that weight, and 
just a testimony to all the people who are struggling out there, including my two cousins who also actually went through it themselves. And I'm really proud of you. I, I think I've told you and wrote to you. And now yes, also sir. congratulations on your marriage, or soon-to-be marriage. It's a whirlwind year, and I decided, why don't I run for city council, too? So it's uh, the busy, most transformative time of my life, and I decided I to take know. it up not too long. Cowboy, we got to get you on the island. we got to get you on the island. i got to tweak the video, I guess. it's uh, I, I, I've got a decent video, and uh, they gave me some notes, and I'll work through the notes, but I think it's probably not best. If they did a fan's favorites three anyway, which I think they might, I really don't want to be in that scenario because I think I'm going to be. I would be a huge threat to the past players. So I'd rather it was a season like Todd Herzog it's, did on China. It's where one of those things where everybody loves you, and for some reason, when you when those toes touch the island, it's all hell breaks loose, and then all of a sudden it's like Target. It's like what? You're like what happened? If I was on the beach, Papa Bear, with the ten random survivors, I'd say nine out of the ten would know me, and not eight out of ten would want to vote me out the very first second they could, just because they know how social I am, personable, entertaining, and I think a lot would want to work with me in some capacity, but I think I'd be a huge threat. So, uh, I, yeah, you know the game <laughs> better than half the people that were there or are there yeah. now, you know. It's crazy. It's a wonderful, delicious game where whoever gets the opportunity to try it or get on it, do it. I mean, if you ever sit back and say, ah, oh, man, I wish I could audition for that, actually do it. Because uh, yeah. I was like, I'm a typical, I was a New York City police officer, retired. I was an ER nurse, and I sat down and I said, I'm going to really try this. I'm going to really, really try it. And I put the application in, and... um I don't know if you guys are interested in this. I was in the Sears contest, and I didn't get picked. The Cowboy got picked, if you can remember. You remember? Yeah, 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 I remember. But yeah. um, what happened was me and Sophie, uh, Sophie, the one who actually won my season, because I remember her saying, they actually called us because they, they liked our videos. And uh, Jeff Probst and Mark Burnett and the casting actually still, even though we didn't win the contest, we were able to get pulled in and interviewed, and, you know, there you go. Yeah, because one of the questions that you kind of took my question from me, I usually like to, when we have a guest, their individual journey onto the show and, you know, what you think they were looking for. So it's neat. And the Sears winner for that cycle, wasn't that, was it Rick, I think, that, was he the was he the winner of that cycle? Because I knew Jimmy T was the year yeah, before. Yeah, actually, he was Rick. He was the cowboy. A very, I didn't play with him, obviously. You know, I got voted out before him. But he's a wonderful, wonderful man, and I can understand how come how he did win that contest. He's a very awesome dry guy. sense of humor. Yeah, we didn't get to see much on the show, I don't think. But when I, I met know, him at your finale, yeah. But, it's really funny because um, you have to go. I mean, you just don't get on Survivor. It's such a process where there's the interviews and a medical, a psychological, a background check that you have no idea. Um, but you also go in and meet uh, Miss Spielman, and then after her, you have to meet Jeff and Mark Burnett. And I actually yeah. walked in the room, because now they're narrowing it down, and I walked in the, butt of, uh, the room and I actually tripped and fell over the chair. Ooh. And they just looked at me, and Jeff was like, are you okay? And I went, oh, my God, the first Jeff question. And that's when I knew I got it. I, I just knew it at that moment. Wow, cool, Mike? cool. And you just got to, yeah, yeah, is uh, Christina ready to rock and roll, Cherry? Yes, yeah, she is. I just wanted to let you know that we do have her on the switchboard. 
Can I say yes. something for my friend Christina? She is an awesome, awesome cop, everyone, and a beautiful human being. I got to meet her a yeah. few times, and she is the real deal. She deserves another chance to get on that show. I concur. <laughs> I would love to see her back on. So let's bring her up with us, might I? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay, let's do this. We have Christina Correa with us now. Thank you for waiting, Christina. How are you? Great. How are you guys doing? We're good. Papa Bear was singing your praises, Christina. Yeah. I guess what was I your, know, your journey? You. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, he's amazing. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen him in such a long time. we got to get together. It's been Ooh. too long. It's been too long. And you were part of uh, probably controversial would be one way to describe Cook Island, just the concept. So what was your process? Papa Bear was talking about going to the Sears competition. What was your journey to get on Survivor, if you don't mind talking about it for the listeners? Because I think we're all fans of the process. And how do we come to see you on our TV? <laughs> well, um, I was a cop 15 years um, and had a few near-death experiences while on the job. Um, I was shot in the line of duty. I was hit by a DUI driver. So in a sense, um, a survivor in real life, and and uh, Lynn Spillman casted me and basically said that she wanted someone like me on the show, and at that time they needed a Hispanic girl, so I fit that criteria also, <laughs> and yeah. um, I basically went through the process and did the psychological, the physical, um, spoke to Mark Burnett, spoke to um, – and Spillman spoke to Jeff. I mean, basically did the whole thing. What's funny is I worked at the police department right across the street from the hotel. So I was in uniform one time, and what's funny is when I walk in, I saw I saw Penner and a few of the other guys that were from my season, not knowing yeah. they were going to be on my season. And they're like, hey, officers, everything okay? <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Um, Just wait till we get on the way, island, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're probably going, oh, why is this officer here? So later on, when they saw me on the show, you know, when we were on the island, they knew who I was at that point. Um, but, no, it was an interesting experience. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad I did it. I mean, I was very hesitant at first um, because I wasn't sure if I wanted to be on an island and not eat and get bit by mosquitoes and so forth. But it was really an awesome experience, and um, I've got to meet so many great people that, to me, are like family, and um, I wouldn't have, you know, given it up for the world. And uh, I, we've talked in person, and I've talked to Billy too. And when they when they announced, when you finally realized what was going on in the Cook Islands, and I know there's some background. I'm not asking anything, you know, sensitive information. But what was it like to hear? I mean, were you was it pretty aware when you, as a person that's seen the show, just it was it wasn't like your typical 14 white people and two people of color. Like, when you, <laughs> how soon did you kind of know? What was going on, and what was it like when they officially announced that? Because I know it was it was very controversial. Like sponsors yeah. left the show, and I thought it was. I knew CBS and Survivor SCG was going to do it in a good way. It wasn't going to be cheap. But what was that? Yeah, process like? exactly. Um, well, you know what? Mark Burnett uh, sat us down, and he said, "Hey, just so you guys know, this is what we're planning on doing." And at first, I was kind of you know like, "Shoot, this is kind of going to be a, a really hard show to be on because people are going to make comments." And being a police mm-hmm. officer, you know, it's you know, I don't want to be in a situation where it makes me look bad in any way, whether it's something someone else is joking about or whatever. It's just I yep. didn't want to be in that situation. Um, and uh, Mark Burnett's like, no, don't worry, everything will work out. You know, we're just going to kind of see, you know, see how it works. And then once we're actually on it, um, it actually kind of all solved itself. I mean, they kind of merged everyone together. So it yep. really didn't work out probably quite the way they looked at um, doing it. 
but it actually worked out. So, and, and it was a great yeah. season. I mean, we had a great time. And, you know, it was actually funny because there's a lot of, um, if you think about it, in every race, there's still prejudice in each race. I mean, yep, if you, yep. you know, you have people that have their own prejudices and, it, you know, it doesn't matter what race you are. I mean, they just, it's it's thing. So, you, yeah, just your tribe alone, there were five people, but you had, I think, what, four four different ethnic backgrounds at least, I thought, or maybe yep. five, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all, I mean, we all, there's different parts of Mexico. There's different parts of yeah, Asia. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's just, that's yep. the thing. It's, you know, no one's ever one race. I mean, we're all a mosh pit of everything. So, you know, we all believe the same. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, you guys have a common denominator. The reason I was trying to link people during this season is you both, fought and battled and unfortunately he outwitted outplayed and outlasted you well maybe he just outlasted you but you both played against Ozzy who's one of the big characters <laughs> in this season so what was your personal what are your personal experiences and memories of the half monkey half dolphin challenge beast known as Ozzy uh what's your take on that and then we'll kind of talk about game changers in general so, I know well, I, he's no, he's a great person. Um, I mean, you know, we had our little issues in the very beginning because he made his little comments um, because I was a cop. Um, but yeah. you know, it was not a big deal. I mean, it's the game, it's whatever. Um, but he's awesome. I mean, he's a great, great player. Um, you know, has great skills, and I hope the best for him. But um, you know, I mean, there's things I didn't approve of when he was on our team, like how he wanted to throw one of the games, which I think is so stupid. Why throw a game? I mean, that's the best part of Survivor is is winning those challenges. So. I mean, but I guess he had he had his own strategy, um, which didn't help him yeah. because he didn't win. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, it, it, he's a he's a great player, and I it's it's neat to see him back on there again. Um, you know, I mean, I was asked to go on before on mm-hmm. a, a season again after my season, but I couldn't because of my neck surgery and back surgery. But so fans could always hear people saying, "Hey, when are you going to get back on?" You know, I was asked to go back, but I can't because of my neck and back. Oh, uh, which in which installment was that? I don't even know if I knew that. I learned stuff today myself. So, <laughs> well, they're they're trying to do it where you you bring a loved one on. So oh, at blood the time I was dating somebody. Okay. Yeah. So you know there was a there was a time they wanted to bring some people on, and I was going to bring somebody in. Yeah, it just didn't work out. So. Yeah, well, well, Papa Bear, you also well, battled I, uh, Oscar Lush. So yeah. Well, I would like to <laughs> Oscar. Uh, let me tell you something about Ozzy. Okay. He, as Christina said, he is an amazing, an amazing player. I mean, yeah. really, um, when you, like, get down to it, he is a great leader. He's a good provider and what have you. He tries. Yeah. Uh, I actually would wake up and his hair would be in my mouth. And I'd be yeah. like, well, I thought it was, I thought it was Semhar. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? And he was like, oh, sorry, Papa Bear. Because I was like, how the hell is this? Because they both had the same hair, as you can tell. Yeah. But the only amazing thing, I have something, I have a secret to tell. Would you like to hear? Oh, of course. We love secrets. Uh, I mean, it's a secret. Only uh, whole America, listen. I found the clue. I ran because I knew Jim was going to vote me out because I actually heard him behind a tree talking that he's going to vote me out that night. And I was like, oh, my God. So I I went into, like, a panic. You see, when you see me running, I ran towards the water fountain. I found the clue. And the clue, <laughs> the clue, wait, they didn't really show it. So what happened was freaking Ozzy, I have no clue, he's jumping from tree to tree like a little monkey, and he must have went over, I don't know how he found the clue above me and actually found the idol. Uh, nobody really knows that oh, wow. because uh, they didn't show it. But uh, that's that's the point. I said, oh, my God, let me create my own uh, idol because they're going to vote my butt off. 
Well, wow. that Christine knows when you get that weird kind of feeling, like you, know. You, you know when they're coming at you, and then you go in complete survivor mode. Like you, you, you just like, oh my god, oh my god, you're you're in state of panic. When they're going for you, is like, it's like I can't even explain the feeling. Maybe Christine can chime in. It's almost like I think they come at you like when you're in school. Night. They want to get you. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know you're going to get, you're not going to be a part of the team, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, a, it's down, almost like you want to, again, Christine, tell the truth. When you see Jeff Probst in front of you and it's it, it becomes so real. It's like, like you feel that fire pit in front of you, the heat, everything. It's amazing. It's an amazing. Even when you get voted, even when you get voted off, it's the most amazing thing to be on. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, even the set itself. I mean, where the tribal council is at, it was just phenomenal. I mean, whether it's raining or not, you're not even worrying about the rain. But it was just such a surreal um, feeling. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it definitely was an incredible experience overall. I mean, I really am happy that. I got to do it, and and Papa Bear, you're an amazing person too. So thank you very much for giving me kudos, and but you're oh, amazing you're also. You're a beautiful <laughs> lady. And there's one more thing. It's hysterical too. Um, so people know, and Christine can say as well. Those tribal, you see five minutes, but sometimes that's like an hour and a half yeah. of complete madness. <laughs> you're like, oh my yep. god, people are throwing well, targets at each other, and you're crazy. like, oh my god. And Jeff well, Probst is eating it all up, wow. right, Chris? <laughs> well, yeah, do you get anxious when you watch this, when you watch Survivor? Do you get I always fell off my couch yesterday. I never met Malcolm. Yeah. I've talked, I think I Facebooked, um, like, Facebook thing, but I never really met him. I know people who know him, and they say he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. But when I see, like, I know, like, Sandra, and I know Aubrey, and I know um, Trazit. And when you see different people you really know, and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you're at the end of their seat. It's like you're living it again. And the poor Sierra, I mean, you could just see her, the way how she was feeling. You knew. I mean, poor, poor girl was, like, totally worried. I mean, it was so funny. Like, you could see her on her face. But, it, oh, my gosh. But, you know, it's funny. You see their true colors. When they go on that show, it's like you mm-hmm. see a different side of them. It's kind of funny when you see them in person and then when you see them on TV. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yep. Um, yeah. one thing We're totally I, going off, right? <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. My question, just to make sure I can understand the mechanics, so, when you guys leave the camp and you pass the tribe flag, uh, historically, there's like a gag order, right, till you get to tribal council and sit down. No, I know you, that's common knowledge on our show that you're not necessarily walking to tribal council. So uh, whatever manner you're getting there, you normally can't talk. So the first time you can communicate is at tribal council since you leave camp. What the heck was going on last night? I know I've never seen anything like that at tribal council with people – jumping up and talking to each other if that had happened in cook islands or south pacific what would have jeff and the producers done that is just insane last night though hopping yeah, around no, and I, whispering I and well you know I'm, I'm i'm sure that's what they wanted because i mean there's two different teams there's two different tribes that are now trying to see who they're going to be voting off so they had to kind of do that which kind of gave some drama to that that part, yeah. part of the tribal council even jeff was speechless. Yeah, because yeah. Like, you, there was no way of even knowing what the best vote was. I mean, whoever got unfortunate was Malcolm was at the end of the stick there. Um, 
it was no, I mean, I, there was no way of figuring it out. Like, there was total yeah. chaos and confusion, and it's, it, most of them had that on their faces. I would have been crapping my pants if I was sitting there, like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's coming for me, you know? That, mm-hmm. But it was so exciting, and they did. They pulled it off so wonderful. I swear, well, it was great. You, didn't you think Sandra was going to be voted off? Because I mean, she was, like, being the loud mouth, like, saying, oh, well, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going home. I mean, I would have thought that Sandra would have yeah. just said, okay, we're going to vote I, I, I just... Uh, Sandra, if anyone gets to meet her, she's so um, she just brings you in. Like she, okay. she has that uh, capability of bringing you in. And I guess you know, even on an island, I'm sure you bring. She could bring you in even closer. So uh, God bless her. Hey, I mean, she's a nice person in, in reality, and I do like her a lot. So whoever. Yeah, yeah, and whoever gets to meet her, she's an amazing person, and I'm, she is playing hard, and that's the way she plays, and apparently she's past four already, we could say that. Yeah, that's a, she said it's I, shocking. No, I'm not going home, I'll tell you that. I know, well, I didn't say that, tribal like, wow. council. <laughs> I know, I, I couldn't believe so she said that, that. tribal. But you know what's great about Sandra? Have you noticed the essay? As soon as there's somebody else target and it's going, they're going hard on her, she she backs down. So it was right going right over her head. I was like, that girl. I was like, guys, yeah, Sandra, because she knew it was going towards somebody else. So she was like yeah, really quiet. Right. I was like, go go. That's great. That was awesome. So then oh, once the, once they pull the target and they know who it's going, then why not sit back and let it happen? Do yeah. you think JT spilled the beans? Because JT was getting kind of the heat on the next time on Survivor, but he also voted for Sierra. Do you think they just misread it? Do you think he intentionally voted to get his vote nullified? What do you What do you guys as players think? Because JT, I think, kind of took the brunt of that from the Nuku people, the Blue Tribe. So yeah, what do you think JT's role him. was I in that? I, I think they're just trying to make it look like he is. I mean, I think that, if anything, I mean – I don't know. I mean, you know what? We see so little on TV. There's so yeah. much going on behind closed doors and before, you know, it's been edited out. So who knows? I mean, it's kind of it's crazy. Like, can you see things on TV and you see what happened on the island? It's yeah, I don't know. Okay, do you have an opinion, Papa Bear? My opinion with that is, um, look how they did it. They made it. They specifically had the camera looking at him going to mm-hmm. Brad. Right. So of course that's what you believe, but you didn't really realize everybody else was doing it as well. They're yeah. all doing it. So, of course, everybody's doing it. He said to vote. They're voting you out, Brad. Like, he didn't even – I don't know how they found he out it was where. They guessed it, I thought. He didn't he say He was great, it. though. I mean, he had real poker face. My God, he was so good. He just remained <laughs> calm. He really did. He just chilled out because um, I think he has. He knows he has control. He has control yeah. as well. I mean, he's a little bit like uh, – I think Sandra has control. She does. Yeah. And he yeah, has it as well. Right. So we're going to soon find out, you know, what – really happening with that, you know? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. uh, regarding Ozzy, I don't know if he's going to emerge. Like, he sometimes, he, if you notice, he does in all his, all his shows, he'll lay low for a little bit, and then also he'll, he'll emerge. I don't know when yeah. that's going to happen, like where he'll try to, you know, come at it. Like, he with mine, he had Redemption Island. So no matter what happens, he's good with challenges, so he can come yeah. out of stuff. But in this one, I don't know. Well, we've seen him three times, and I think the the general feeling is challenges. He's amazing. Strategic is pretty decent, but the social game is always what people have said are, is somewhat challenging. And you know, that's what I've kind of that's my take on him as a player. Like Christina, you were there first season, and 
Faber is his third season, so I don't. Did, did you feel like he there was better? I guess from what you knew of him coming into it. Well, for me, it's um, Chris. No, go ahead. I was going to say, he, I mean, he did has changed since the first season he was on. I mean, I think yeah. he started learning that it's not just about the challenges; it's really being socially involved. You know, getting okay. close to everybody and, and and making an effort other than just being physically um, in all the challenges. Okay. Well, with me, he's, with our tribe, he talked to all of us separately mostly, but he wasn't really, um, you know, he really wasn't engaging that much at all. I mean, he was yeah. pleasant and nice. He's not a bad person at all. Well, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, who, you know who I thought, and obviously he wins, John Cochran. John Cochran was excellent, and he and obviously he won. And even in my group, he was a John Cochran's able to flip people over, like make them like him. He's really, and he is not a bad person. He's like fun. Yeah, like you get, yeah. You get to meet him, and he's like engaging and everything. So he has definitely the social part. And obviously, he won challenges as well. But I would say more differently, they would have went for Ozzy. I mean, John instead of Ozzy, but obviously, you know, we obviously um, John moved on. We all know what happened in my group. He turns on everybody. We know that. Well, coming into this season, did you um, who were you like uh, were you who were you rooting for and maybe not one to see necessarily do well? And now we end week four. I guess like pre-show and we're into week four, going into week five. Who do you like? Who do you not like? And why? And is there anyone there that's not really a game changer in your opinion? Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, it was sad as I know everybody on there, so I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. Well, that's <laughs> all understandable. Um, Maybe you were rooting for somebody more than someone else. Maybe you're not like their failure, but you would like to see certain people do better than them. RB, RB, from Bracco, from uh, Yeah, Boston. yeah. Uh, and um, uh, what they call uh, Sandra, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, Sarah, Sarah's really cool. Yeah, I- Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I'd rather see Sierra win. I mean, I, I really like her. Um, I, you know, I yeah. think that that she's she's also really quiet. So I think she. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, um, I mean, they're all great people. I mean, Troy I, like win. Win, <laughs> I, I love Troy's and he makes you laugh your ass off. That, yeah, that guy's exactly. pretty he's cool. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. He's intense, and he, he's he's credited. Um, I help out with this event that Bob Crowley does in Maine, and he was on season three, and he's he's told us that. Doing that survivor simulation really helped him, you know, when he went back for this installment. So we were glad to help, you know, contribute to that. And I think he's playing well. He's not got the social connections this time as well as you, he would want to, but he does have that protection of the idol. So idol. You know, was a little, you know, was a little shocked about Tony. I like, I didn't know like what happened. It was like, oh, it was like a total meltdown. Yeah, I was like, what happened? What are you doing? Yeah. He went way too hard, way was, too fast. I think yeah. he was too I think Tony. He was using way too cocky. Yeah, but like what? Like what? What caused you to do that? I mean, I was like, what? Hell! I think I he know. thought yeah, he was he, in Sagayan. I think everyone was really watching him like a hawk. Yeah, so then he just figured. And I don't know Debbie, but apparently, I really don't know her at all. From I don't uh, either. I don't know her that well either. Yeah, but she, I don't know what's going to happen next week. But I, I was like, what? It made her look crazy. Like, yeah, I, was like, yeah, I was like, for God's sakes, give her a banana or something. What's going on? She needs food. <laughs> because when you start to, when you yeah. don't eat, you start to get a little weird. I mean, everybody. So, yeah. like, I don't know That's the woman. Yeah. I'm but not sure screaming. what what her beef was. Yeah, it looked like something major happened. And I'll just say, since I've actually I've met Debbie, 
She was really nice at the finale. She actually wanted to pose with this big fan picture, so she was really into that. And I'm fascinated yeah, I mean, I'm sure by all the jobs person. she's done. Yeah. But yeah, so the true. I mean, I don't know her from a hole in the wall, so I, I don't like to talk negative about people. But compared to what's coming up, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like what yeah. what happened? Like, what's going on? Who crossed who? Like, were they what? What's going on? They all got they, they used the idol. I don't know what she's mad about. <laughs> They, yeah, they um, the Jeff Probst gives you like like Chris's. They give you like a little bit of a um, not like, like a little bit of a talk before they push out there. And she was like, mm-hmm. remember one thing: live in the moment, and um, whatever the camera catches, that's your true personality. And I was like, oh my that's god, true. no, that's very true. Yep, you can't and that's your true personality. Yep. I agree. Well, with, I totally agree. With, with four people gone, um. So, uh, Christina, you said you're, you're rooting for Sierra, so she's like your preferred person right now. Do you have any other yeah. people well, her, you're pulling for besides Sierra? Yeah, I mean, the Sierra, and I, mean, I love Sandra, but, you know, I don't think, you know, she's already won twice. So I, I, I'm hoping someone yeah. else gets to share the wealth, you know. So I think Sierra, I mean, I like I like Troy there. I mean, I like everybody on there, but, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see Sierra or um, I'm trying to go with, uh, Sarah or yeah. uh, who else? Um they all are great they really are so and it's so weird just seeing everybody that you know on this episode and that's why i'm so glad i'm watching this because it's, it's it's neat it's neat to see them on there and you know what too um uh you gotta forget it's almost like weird it's like uh in a sense that when you have your season you really don't know the people and then Eventually, when you go home, you become good friends. Like, I'm good friends with Micaiah, who just recently got married. Everyone, God bless her. And her Aww. husband's an awesome man. He's I got to meet him a few times. Uh, Micaiah's awesome. And uh, I know Christina, because she lives a few towns away from me. Um, and uh, uh, you know these people. You get to know them. I told yeah. you, believe it or not, even though Jim boarded me off and was aiming for me, you know, I keep in touch with him on Facebook, and I'm... You know, I'm happy with he's happy with his wife and kids, and I'm I'm really happy about that. And it's good to see people, you know, and you become friends with them. But now you go to a show where you know everyone. I could see yeah. heartaches coming. You're not going to be friends with that person yeah, anymore. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you said screw I, that. You screwed me. So, you know, that's it. I right? think it's going to be a harsh. Yes, Sherry. Do you have a question or? Just wanted to let you know that. Well, I'm going to bring your fiancé on with us, if you don't mind. All right. We now have hey. Isabel on Isabel. Hey, Isabel. Hello. Hello, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> what where, kind know, of where questions? Are you at? Huh? Oh, I'm out just out walking the pup. Going for a little evening oh, no, but no, no, what area do you live in? Oh, in Ohio. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, she lives over in uh, Dayton. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. For now, but that will be changing soon. Do you have any? Uh, we, she's yeah. recently uh, been watching the show, so she's torn through seasons one through China. I don't know if she's finished it, but she's on her way to watch South Pacific, Papa Bear. So, yay! Give all the spoilers, Woo! but uh, <laughs> I didn't know if you had any <laughs> questions okay. as a newer fan for these uh, alumni here from you just saw Christina and Cook Islands, but you haven't seen Papa Bear. But do you have any questions from last night's episode as a, a newer fan from? Watching it. No, the questions no, but it's just kind of fun the difference between you know the earlier seasons and what's going on now as far as like the all the craziness at tribal council 
where yeah. you know that wasn't happening early in the seasons. I mean, same thing last year and Gen X versus Millennials. You've got all the whispering and stuff, and then within the jury itself too. So curious to see how the other seasons pan out. Well, can I say something? Is how I would answer that. Um, like Christina's and even uh, prior shows, like when Ken, you know Ken the cop, his show. You know, he you want to hear a little bit about Ken the cop? You remember Ken from season five? He yeah, actually worked, worked, yeah. He actually worked a few offices away from me. Ain't that weird? How funny! That is funny. On the same floor, in thirteenth floor. It's so weird. Wow. And years later, I was going to be on the same show. What was the chance of that? I didn't even know him. But wow. what I'm See, saying is Christina's show, uh, yeah, Christina's show, as well as the earlier shows, were very raw. It was raw. It was the beginning. You know, right. it, it was very, they were thrown out there and with no um, no immunities. And the tribes turned on you. That was it. Exactly. Now there's so many different, different things going. It's a different type of wheel going. So maybe Christine can ask a little more to that. I don't know. No, I, I agree. It has changed everything. I mean, in the very beginning, I mean, you saw how when Joel Klug and Re- uh, Richard Hatch, their season, I mean, they, I, I give them credit because they really went through a lot of hell. Um, but I think, yeah, as episodes change, I mean, people are now more understanding of the show, more understanding of where these idols are, have a, have some kind of a plan. I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to say now. I mean, these these tribal councils. I mean, I think you could do a lot more. You get away with a lot more. I mean, like last night, I mean, that was very rare because we would probably got yelled at if we all started talking to each other while we're at tribal council. Um, I don't know. It just was really weird. Do you think the show's changed with uh, when Jeff became an executive producer versus just being the host? Do you do you see, like, like tangible things that are different? Because under Christina, your time, he was just the host. I mean, he was still involved with a lot of stuff and casting, but... Mm-hmm wasn't an executive producer so when it I guess it did you think he's a different person now than he than he was I think mm, he seems the same but I mean I he could be changing things up I mean probably has a lot more leverage now in the sense of how he can change things up because he does talk a lot more now in the sense of when he's at tribal council or when he talks to each person um yeah I don't know what do you think what I think about him is this man lives, breathes, and enjoys that show. This is definitely yeah. his baby, and um, he. Lo- I mean, I'm sure he would love to have played it. And Jeff Probst, let me tell you, when I say Jeff Probst, you have to say Survivor. That guy yeah. knows it, he loves it, and I'm sure he's dreaming about how to change it up because it's that's his baby. So if he, yeah. I'm sure he, in his mind, he's actually changing it for the better, and I think it's for the better because it's just more exciting. It's it's just something new. And he's he's actually growing with the show, so I mean they could never change the host. <laughs> That's his show, yeah. and yeah, he's part of that family, but not all of the yeah. family, I should say. I agree. Well, with the uh, Sherry, I've been kind of talking like crazy. Did you have any questions for our guests before we recap this episode a little bit? We've talked about tribal and stuff, but we haven't really kind of gone point by point. Did you have any questions or? Not yet. Okay. Well, beginning we we get to the the previous on Survivor and they recap the episode before this one, and uh, they take out Caleb last week, which is so interesting. He goes to medevac day nine, then he gets voted out on day nine. Do you guys, if you had been there, would you have, if you were the Mana Tribe, 
gone for Caleb when they did, or what would your how would you have handled the the episode before the one we just saw? Like, what do you think of that? Yeah, I, I, go ahead. I, you want me to go first? Um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, how, how I feel about him, I mean, you don't want to get rid of strong people, not in the very, very, very beginning. And now is, they, they, tight, they took him out, and he's a strong guy. I mean, I don't know his social game. I mean, I, I, the most I've talked to him was 30 seconds at one of the reunions, um, at a Florida, at the, the Florida reality uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I said, hello, that's the height of my conversation with the guy. <laughs> so I really don't know him or his personality or if he likes people like him or not. So there had to be something going on for them to vote him off. You know, so I don't know, you know, how they were choosing or not choosing, but I would not have chose him. I would have kept him because he he was strong. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I feel like they've changed things up. They're afraid of the strong ones. They almost like want to keep the weaker ones because then they have more control that way. There's, like, a balance between that, like, one weaker, but then there's this new mentality, like uh, Adam did it last year, is having these, what, meat shields or whatever, where there's a kind of a combination of we want this, some people that are easy to beat, but we also want some of the threats, so it's weird. you got to kind of find this sweet spot where you're mm-hmm. like, well, I'm kind of good at everything, but not as good as these other people, so keep but do, you, do you ever hear um, uh, Todd from China, uh, when you see his winning quotes, uh, he said he wanted to keep a very strong person? And a very yeah. weak person next to him to shield him. It was ingenious. It was very genius. That that guy is very smart. Todd. Yeah, he is. Very, very ingenious. And he did, and he won. So there's, you can't say each. Okay, how I feel, Survivor is, is there's going to be 18 people all tangled up, and yeah. one of those ropes is going to untangle all the way to the end, and that's going to be the winner. That's going to be the true winner. And just how you untangle it is how you win. You have to do the right, you have to have a little bit of social, a little bit of control, knowing to get rid of people, and always be thinking two or three steps ahead. I mean, it didn't work out for me. I was like, what the hell happened before it happened? But people who were successfully doing it, and there's many of them, 30-something of them that won a million dollars that know how to play the game. So it's a wonderful experience. Right now, what? out of these ropes, whose rope's most tangled up and whose rope is least tangled up out of the, the 16 left here in uh, Fiji? Or who do we? Who do you think their rope is least tangled? So, I think I think um, people like uh, Brad and um, Aubrey and Andrea, yeah. even Haley right now, they're, they're, they, no. they're tending to move. Even Sarah, Sarah's excellent as well. She's, you know, have you even, even heard from her? She never even got a vote. So no. she never went to tribal council. So she's doing really good. Ozzy's doing excellent. Yeah. You know? Um, so who do you think tangled up, maybe? So who, who, who's got some room to, who do you think's going to be problematic, or who's got to untangle their rope? I think JT is a JT is going to be in a hot spot, I think, next season. I mean, next episode. Yeah, because well Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. I can see oh, Debbie yeah. getting on your nerves after a while. I mean, that. I mean, I don't want to say that, but, you know, I think from what I've seen, you know, she can, you know, screaming at people is not always a good thing. Yeah. He was intense and co-wrong, though. I think there were a couple exchanges where we, you know, Sherry and I don't, I've met Debbie, and she's really cool in person, but Sherry and I were definitely not on the same page during co-wrong on, on, 
Team Debbie. I believe you were on Team Debbie, right, Sherry? And I wasn't. So. Sherry's like all quiet. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't mind her. I mean, I, I think she's strange, but I think she isn't given enough credit for some of the things she does. I agree with that. I mean, I would, I would want her on my tribe. To say the truth, I wouldn't. I would want her on my tribe. I think she has excitement and um, personality. And I feel, maybe I'm wrong, that if you get on her good side, she's loyal to you to the end. I could be wrong. I'll, I'll see. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know her that well, so I don't, I can't tell you. I don't, I mean, just watching what I see, I don't know. If I was on her tribe, I think I'd go crazy also. Like, I mean, I just, just her personality, <laughs> I think it's just a little, little too much. <laughs> You'll be like, say, she's an EDP. <laughs> you know, like, wow. She'll be oh like, gosh. Yeah, we like that's an emotionally disturbing. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy here. Sorry. That's all right. Um, going into we all the have dogs. challenge. Um, <laughs> coffee's not my uh, cup of tea by any means. It's neither is it my fiance's. That's one of the many things we share in common. But the reward was that something you both would have been excited for? This big coffee bar. And, or a big thermos of iced coffee, because for me that sounds like one of the worst things I can imagine. The cookies sounded good, the sugar sounded good, but coffee is just not in my wheelhouse. So is that a good reward if you had been out there? Would you have been fighting harder for this coffee? So I don't drink coffee. Boy, I would have. I'm probably one of the only coffee yeah. that didn't drink coffee. You know, okay. I would have been wanting water. Our water came from a well, uh, well and you had to burn it, and it tasted yeah. like gasoline. Not that I taste gasoline, but it tasted like that. It smelled. It stunk. I said to myself, the same I, way. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. want water. I don't want coffee. Coffee is already going to be crapping my pants. More than we were. We're even diabetic. more skinny than like we were. dehydrated. That's crazy. Yeah. No way. I think I'll pass on the coffee. That's, I wonder why it's been a reward in a couple of times. It just doesn't seem like something that I can see why people get jazzed up for like candy you know or food. Is, you know, my question is, Mike, who the hell brewed the coffee? And where did they brew the coffee? Where in the jungle did they brew the coffee? Yeah, that's a, that's always one of those fascinating things that like the food auction where probes are just pulling out like where's the where's all this food coming from and. <laughs> I wouldn't have been jazzed for the coffee. I, it's like if they had Ponderosa. beer, I would have traded my beer for a hot <laughs> yes. so, Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a big coffee person, so that wouldn't have been my, my pick of choice. I, like I said, like, like Papa Bear said, water or something else that, uh, like something, like, quenching. Yeah, well, what was, uh, they when, did iced during tea your there. time? Yeah. What? They had iced tea they there, iced too. Tea? Okay. Oh, yeah, that would yeah, be fine. Iced tea would be better. What did you crave the most when you what, – what, what were you deprived of that you missed the most? Was it something like food or the, the connections with your friends and family? Like what was the hardest part of your respective seasons? Um, um, with me, obviously, uh, my family. and um, But then it's weird. It's like um, I – weird, you get cravings of weird – like food, like when I came out, they give you whatever you want the first like 
second you come out. Like, yeah. you know, cause you stink. I mean, you really, like, really, really. I had to shave off my beard. There was bugs in my beard. It was a, a horror. Oh. I, was, I was a horror. All my clothes had, I never, I didn't take anything with me. It's really like, Christine, when you come out of there, you smell. And what happens is you don't realize you smell with the other people because they smell too. So yeah, you don't yeah. really know. Well, and what happened was the first thing I was like, I want a hamburger, a hamburger, a big hamburger. And they were like, what? Yeah. I was like, why am I even asking for that? I have no clue. But it was just I needed a hamburger in the worst way. <laughs> and they do. They give it to you. They give whatever you want. Oh, my God. They didn't have, like, a smorgasbord. Why didn't you vote it off? They had this whole table of tons of food, and you, like, end up eating so much, you get sick. I get yeah, because, yeah, because, oh, do you want to hear this? This is kind of weird in a way, but it's kind of funny. You yeah. know when I knew I was really in a situation? When nobody wants to go to the bathroom, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. nobody wants to go. And why everybody yeah. wind up getting constipated because nobody would go. Nobody. Oh, and it's so, bad. They have to give you something because that is bad for your your body. I mean, for not yeah. eating to eating solid foods, it's really bad. Oh my god. I created my own toilet. Didn't Bruce airbag? Bruce got the airbag, right? Because didn't he? Bruce, calm, kind of guy. Didn't he? Yeah, he bad? couldn't go to the bathroom for two weeks and pee yep. or uh, defecate. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and what yeah. something? Well, people don't realize sometimes. And Christine knows you're not there like day one. It's not day one. You're there almost a week before. Yeah. They put you there. Yeah, and you you can't talk to other people, and you're by yourself, and they make sure you're by. Everybody has someone. They separate you all. So we're there almost five to six days before the game starts. Yep. Who'd you know you wanted to work? Did you immediately just when you started seeing people, what what made you want to work with who you wanted to, and what made you not? Was it did was it before you even spoke, or was it after you spoke? Like how what how did you get the vibe from people? Like did you already know? In well, past? with me, I, I was when we were row, when we were rowing in. I looked yeah. at my tribe and I looked at the other tribe and I said, "Oh shoot, I'm on the wrong tribe." Yeah. I knew at that moment I knew I was screwed. That very moment, because I was with all 20-year-olds and maybe 20, like early 30, like even early, like maybe 30, 31, and everybody yeah. else on the other tribe were 40s and 50s. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, no, what the hell? I'm getting it was like, and then wind up, that was it. I wanted to work with, um, I started working with, um, I guess, Jim. I was there, I wanted to hook up with Jim and try something with him, but yeah. then, you know, it just turned out. It would, and then, you know, it just turned out wrong. And then everybody goes with different people, and you start turning. And then Lazi was like, oh, we'll work together. And it's all like that. Then you yeah. wind up, you know, it's all crazy. I mean, I don't think yeah. Sam Hart deserved to go home first. No way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. I mean, Christine, I don't know if you met her. Have you met her? Who is it? Sam Hart. No, I don't think I've met her. Yeah, she's in L.A. She's a wonder. She's so much fun, and yeah. no one really got to really know her personality. She's a very educated lady. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever met her or any of the events. I don't remember, I don't think. Yeah, yeah no, so, I'd have to meet her. Hopefully the next event I'll meet her at. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. she does words, like she does poetry and stuff. She's really good. Oh. Spoken she's a cute lady. I was, yeah. uh, she, she brought Benry to um, her finale because I was right behind but, I was as one of Brandon Hans's uh, guests at that finale, so uh, we were behind Simhar because of some 
Brandon selling his tickets, but it was neat to be back there, and her connection with Benry was neat to know. And yeah, we were in the back row, but at least Benry was in front of me. So what happened to Benry? I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, he disappeared. As the, you know, they have a, oh, they have a, like a survivor disappear on Facebook. It's hysterical, and they just oh, added hilarious. like. Yeah. Have you seen this person? Have you seen that person? And somebody puts BB, and I said, the man passed away. That's Aww. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I said, he passed away. How could you not know that? And Did like, you guys oh, know that okay. Dan passed away? Dan? Yeah. yeah. He passed away, um, um, uh, you know, yeah. That's so that was unbelievable. And, and, that, oh, and the other one, the tragedy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Caleb, exactly. The young yeah. boy. And oh. Jen, and Jen, yeah. Yeah, and Jen, oh my God, so many tragedies, and yeah, and Colton, he's a nice guy. I, it was a that was such a sad, sad, you know, you you, you just that was just so sad. That was yeah. just sad. very unfortunate. But we're lucky that only I mean it's it's amazing that only four people out of 498, and it, I mean those are too high numbers because I care about you guys so much. Okay. But it's amazing <laughs> that only that many half passed out of almost 20 years of the show. So. And you know, and it's funny because, yeah, and it was funny is my we know about you, Mike. Every survivors know about you guys. (laughs) You know, everybody. It's It's weird when people know of me before I meet them, and it always I'm like, it's usually really good, but I'm like, it's always weird when they're like, oh yeah, we know who you are, and I'm like, oh shit, what does that what does that mean? So who knows? I can't believe it's been almost what ten, eleven years now. No, eleven years now, right? Since I've I've met you. Yep, Mike. we met you at Tasha's uh, event before the season. You were one of the one of the few cast I've met before the finale, which is always neat. Because I met <laughs> Ashley crazy. the year before she was on at uh, Rupert's apartment at a viewing party, and then she was wow. on Samoa. So it's just crazy. Um, did you you know what's really funny is uh, I can't believe. I started filming May of 2011. It happened so fast, and look how oh. look how many years have passed. I know, right? Yep. It's just wow. What's your it's favorite thing you've gotten I, I to do because it of the show? Real... Since, what was that? Since, what was your favorite thing you've gotten to do after being a part of the show? Like, what's the what's the best part? Like, are people still running into you on the street and saying like, "Hey, I." You're from the Survivor. Like, what's the what's the best part? Um, I think I can answer this for both. Wait, Chris. I think Chris. Let me answer this for both of us, can I? And I can tell you reason why I want to answer for Chris. Chris and I are part of the Hearts of Reality, and this woman, this woman, Chris, is awesome to watch her with the children. She, I have a tear because she's so beautiful, Hmm. and. I have a little bit of a tear. She goes out there and she meets those kids every year, and you can see the beauty in my sister survivor, Christina. She goes out there every either July or August. She meets these disabled children. Some of them don't make it to the next year, and it's a wonderful organization, and I don't know if you can add to that, Chris. Yeah, no, no, thank you. You know, I'm going to pay you, okay, for being my cheerleader here. Um, no, honestly, the best part is all that, is is being part of these charities and being involved in, like, using that 15 minutes of fame to do good for other people. I mean, having a purpose still. And, and, and probably I can tell you, I mean, after we retire, 
I mean, I, I feel weird not being out there and helping people on the street, but this has given me another opportunity to go and help those like, you know, that can't get help themselves or that we can use our 15 minutes of being on TV for doing good and raising money for great events. Awesome. Are you well, both I've... going to Reality Rally? Yes. Uh, Are you which one, uh, that's the one in April or the one in Florida? April. One in April. April. Yeah. No, I'm not going to be there, but I, I got in touch with, um, you know, who runs that, right? Yeah, Jillian. Jillian? Yeah. Jillian? Yeah, uh-huh. she is an awesome lady who does yep. all that all by her, basically by herself, right? And yep. she throws that all together all with a host of people, I should say, not by herself. Uh-huh. And I donated this year. I couldn't go, but I got in touch with her and handled it. But I would like to go there one day. It's easy for me to go to the one in Florida because I'm actually in Florida. Oh, nice. We have a few commercials. I would go, but I had a slight engagement, so I was – Planning on finally going this year because they moved our Relay for Life event. It's a big deal on campus. And then we were in Costa Rica instead, and all my finances went to that. But it was a great, amazing experience. And next spring, maybe I'll get the Temecula or the one after. So. Yeah, the Temecula is a great one. I really like that one, too, for breast cancer. Jerry. If you don't mind, or when it's, when it's okay, I'd like to play that 2017 Reality Rally um, clip. Oh, any promo for Reality Rally would be great. Yep. If you guys don't mind, we can hear Jillian Larson talk about that. It's a really beautiful clip. Okay, here we go. This is Reality Rally 2017. Cancer don't discriminate. care if you're just 38. This is Jillian from Survivor and, as you know, from Reality Rally. And we do the most amazing event every April in Temecula, California, raising money. We call it Funds for Funds, and the money goes to Michelle's Place, which is a breast cancer resource center that has provided over 100,000 services free to people fighting cancer. They let no one fight cancer alone. Our amazing event is coming up for the seventh year. The dates are April 6th, 7th, and 8th. Check out all the events on realityrally.com. We are the biggest reality TV celebrity gathering in the country. It's 110 reality stars right now and from 42 different shows. And we have epic events for everyone. You'll find a lip-sync showdown, a red carpet reception at Wilson Creek and a casino night celebrity chef showcase, celebrity autograph sessions, and, of course, the Reality Rally Race, which is the amazing race type of game on Saturday the 8th. That's what my love is for. In your week, I'll be strong you let go. So, come on down. It's an amazingly fun weekend. April 6th, 7th, and 8th. So check it out, realityrally.com. And I always have to thank the Rad Reality Show, who has been on board helping us promote this event since 2010. Without them, there would be people that would know nothing about it. So Manic Monday, thank you for what you do, and also the other Rad Reality Shows that we've had the opportunity to be on. So thank you, Rad Reality Show. We love you guys. It's realityrally.com, and this is Jillian from Survivor and Reality Rally, thanking everybody for what you do to make this such a reality every year as we help save some lives. I'm gonna love you. 
one of our schools just recently did a a, a play um, on finding pills in your you know in your parents' medicine yep. cabinet, you know, and that kind of thing, and they put a play together about it, and kids are talking about it now, you know, they're they're trying to to fight back, you know, and and educate other kids, and it's so important now because opiate use is such a deadly thing in in our country right now. I mean, it's an addictive thing, and it's a deadly thing, and it's so important to get to these kids and, and steer them away from it, you know, as much as possible, and... So if you can make it this way, let me know. I, I want to, you okay. know, at least I know I'm definitely and, part of that. You know, to yeah, share Because in everybody's life, there's diver- you know, everybody has to go through outcomes and to be who they are today, everyone. Yep. And, you know, you have to, some of these kids, you have to catch them early. And, I mean, even with, you know, I, I, I'm openly gay. And going through school, you know, you get the bullies, you have all that stuff. Yep. And sometimes kids don't realize that there's a good life out there. You just have to hold on for one more day. You know, that's how I feel. Yep. Well, Papa Bear going to be on board then because uh, we're, we got to do this. There's a reason for us. You know, so there's a I reason for us to help survive and not winning. <laughs> what was that? I just said once I join the alumni, I would love to help. But if until then, I'll help. You are part, uh, you share are it on part of the alumni, Mike. You're an alumni. Honorary, brother. Yeah, you're already part of the alumni. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> and I'm very proud of you for doing what you're doing, what you've done. You've come a long way. I mean, honestly, you I give you a lot of kudos for what you've done. So Thank you. Thank you for everything uh, you do. I've lost more weight than most Americans weigh, so that's it's, it's shocking still, and I battle it every day. And I just, I've walked five and a half miles, and I still have to walk another mile and a half tonight. So, yeah. Well, you look great. Keep doing what you're doing. And thank you also for all the stuff you do, for all the donations you give, for all the charities you're involved with. And, oh, you know, true. You, you put a lot of things together, too, so thank you. Thank you. That's the part I'm looking forward to. I would love that aspect. It's uh, not just, you know, being on TV, but getting to give back like you all have. I would like to emulate that. Well, you give back already, mister. You you do a lot. I don't think you realize how much you've given back to. So, you know, seriously. Well, my bank account realizes it when I had to move stuff around (laughs) the house. I definitely realized what I I have because of a TV show, the room full of stuff I had to put in another room. But, yeah, I I found out pretty quickly. Thank you. Well, you know what? I'm trying to put a wine line together um, so I could help um, first responders, like uh, the Marines, police, and firemen. It's called Heroes Thin Line Wine Collection, and I'm trying to probably label it with some wineries. So when we do it, we'll start able to have our own little checkbook that we can write checks to all these different charities and at the same time donate to the fallen for the police officers awesome. and the firemen and the military. Wow. So, awesome. I have Thank one you. officer here in St. Louis, um, Officer Flamian, who is getting um, – actually, some people are getting together right now to build him a smart home. He was shot and um, oh, wow. paralyzed from the neck down. Wow. And he's a really young guy. And – my heart just breaks for him, and I don't know if you've heard anything about him. He's been on national news and stuff, but if you get that going, I would love to know yeah. about it because I okay. would love yeah. to get uh, a bottle what? of that. We're um, gonna, 
Well, do me a favor. Give me his information. Text me his information, and we'll see what we can do, and we'll try to have some way of getting out there and, and helping him out. I'll give you the number. Oh, that would be so. awesome. Perfect. That would be awesome. No, that's – I mean, honestly, it's like, you know, there's two different families I have, and Papa Bear can tell you. There's the law enforcement sure. side and the first responder side, and then there's the survivor side. And you know what? I have been so fortunate to be on both sides, and it's it's awesome. I mean, this has been an incredible life, and we all are here for a reason and a purpose, and we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Well said. God bless you. Bye, first guys. <laughs> well, I gotta get going, but it was so great yeah. talking to you guys. I love you guys, and you know we need to all get together again soon, okay? All right, bye, Christine. Two months, I think. Yeah. It's bye, Mike. Fun. Bye, everybody. Thank I'll you both. I'll see you guys at Reality Valley, and then I'll see you guys at Hearts Reality. All right, guys. See you through. Okay. You guys. Bye, bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, bye. Love you guys. And thank you. Thanks, Mike, and thanks, Sherry. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. What a great gal. All the alumni, just a shout-out to anyone that's ever stood on an island or wherever the hell that season was for what you you did to get on the show, what you did on the show, and for the vast majority of the cast, what they've done after their time, spending so much time for so many different charities – um, that's the impact the show has. It didn't just change television. It didn't just change whatever. The money is raised for the different charities because of Survivor. I'd like to know if anyone could figure out that data. It's got to be in the, I don't know how many millions, and that that's the biggest impact. These, these uh, well, kids with diabetes, women with breast you. cancer. Yeah. I wanted to say something to him, but I didn't get a chance to. I'm so sorry that I didn't get to talk with him um but both of those people are just so sincere so mm-hmm. heartfelt in what they do and you know i've been doing this a while talking to reality people and there's such a difference between some who have, and I can't say all, and I won't say all because that, that wouldn't be true, but there is a difference between some that were on reality shows, you know, a few years ago and the ones that are on just recently. Um, it's more and more of the the recent ones seem like they're more about themselves than the the old school reality people were. When they get off their shows, it's more about, you know, what are you going to do for me or where's my appearance fee or, you know, how much are you going to pay me or, you know, that kind of thing. Where the old school reality people are, how mu- you know, how can I give back? And not all, like I said, it's not all by far, thank goodness. But there are more now in the, the these last couple of years who come off of shows and say, where's my appearance fee? How much are you going to pay me? What are you going to do for me? You know, rather than what can I do for charities or what can I do to help somebody, you know? And it breaks my heart because it seems to be taking a turn And I don't want to see it happen because I love people like 
two people, but we're just on the show. Yep. And I don't want to see that change. It's it's uh it's different. It's um it's amazing. It's always interesting to me and I know some of the, the people don't some of the early people depending on the charity event, it's hard to get on an entire cast there. Cause I know that many of them are trying to raise money for charity. So some of the casts aren't necessarily invited at times, which is unfortunate. But you know, if I ever win the Powerball, I'd like to have a charity event that had every living survivor at. I think it'd be just really amazing. And it would never happen with schedules, but invite everyone that's played to an event because some of them I don't believe when you at when I've asked people online the few couple I haven't met some of them just were never invited to anything and it's just it just is unfortunate but they're just all the time they give and all they do it's just it's amazing I just really appreciate it all Christina really has some great ideas and both both of her ideas are just awesome and you know once you're on Survivor you have such a platform you know once you're on any show you know you have such a platform to do whatever you want with it you know Mm -hmm. and you know Jillian is just a prime example of taking her idea and making something so beautiful out of it and helping so many people because, you know, her charity doesn't, it's not, she found um, Michelle's place. She doesn't just help people who have breast cancer, but it helps the entire family. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. All the, all the different, and, the wounded warriors, diabetes, HIV, arthritis, like all these different uh, kids, Project Smile that the, uh, you know, the, the CBS auction went for, for the kids with the cleft palates and all that. Yeah, very- I mean, there's so many. And I just love it when I see reality stars that come out. That's why I always say don't judge people by how they are on the show. Wait until they're off the show and see how they, you know, how they act once they're off the show. See if they're doing, you know, charities and that kind of thing. Um, because there's so many charities out there to do if they're going to, you know, give back. There's a bazillion charities out there that are going to want them to do something with them. And they'll step up and help one of them, you know, eventually. So if you, you know, check them out after they're off the show, they'll be helping a charity fairly soon. Because all these charities are going to want them, you know? And Mm -hmm. you'll see them saying, I'm helping this charity or that charity fairly shortly after they get off the show if they're that kind of charitable person. And so you'll be able to kind of judge, you know, if they're going to be that kind of person to give back. And... I love it when I see people that are, you know, that giving kind of heart kind of person. Um, It's just, I don't know. I know if I was ever on a show, that's what I would do. I would never be the kind of person that would come off a show and go, okay, who's going to pay me to come to a bar so you can see me? Mm. What? (laughs) You know, I just don't think that's right. And 
I would want to use my platform to help as many people as I could, especially kids and animals and, you know, anybody I could. And, you know, reality people, if they they didn't train to be a movie star, they they were selected, they were lucky to be selected for a reality show. They aren't any different than you, or, you and I, you know. They just got lucky. And so I don't think coming off of a reality show, they should make themselves be so, you know, all that. Well, anyway. especially post-season one or two of Survivor, I mean, there was a certain, like, the first couple of years of some of these shows maybe, but, I mean... The notoriety, I mean, 30 or 50 million people aren't watching the show anymore. Like, there's diehard fans that are still riding it out and supporting everything, but you know, it's not it's not on the cover of Newsweek and, you know, Time and all the magazines anymore. It's a show I love to death, but it's, it's kind of become a cult classic. It's, I mean, 10 million people watch it a week, but, you know, it's not a water cooler show as much as it used to be, but... I was in the, our I business office today. Life people, it. <laughs> people were talking like crazy. Everyone I saw today, like, can you believe what happened to Malcolm? And what? Oh God, that was crazy. And I'm like, it's still people are watching it, and it's going to always be. People are going to look back once it ever, whenever it finally goes off the air. People will look back and like, wow, how impactful did this? How was this show on uh, entertainment? All the things that changed because of Survivor. Yeah. Good no doubt about it. It's changed a lot. So what did you think about um, what took place last night in... I think Malcolm was one of the people that had Really, was really growing and everything he was doing I was engaged in and I thought he was a good character. I thought he was intentionally trying to play differently. He's one of the ones I've you know, I always thought he was a he was a force in the Philippines. Um, I thought it was a little too early coming back for Karamoan. I mean, I understand why he was so popular and why, what was the big deal and then to not see him for a couple of years. He's cool in person and I thought he had the, the biggest reason I didn't like it was because now Who's going to battle Ozzy? Like, Ozzy's kind of, you know, Brad maybe a little bit in some of those challenges, even though he's on disability. But, you know, who's there to – there's nobody like Joe. There's no other, like, challenge beast, so I don't want him to get kind of a, you know, unchallenged physically. Maybe Troy's in and certain challenges can give him a, you know, a run. But I thought it was a – I think it was a good move to go against him. I think it would have had more – of an impact though Sandra was talking so much crap and when she figured out what had happened you could see even though she was talking smack you could see in Sandra she was worried that my god maybe I don't have the power right now you could see it in her eyes when he started when Jeff's like he had read six votes and nullified him then everyone's like oh my god who is he going to start doing yeah she was swallowing kind of hard <laughs> And she was the one talking so much shit. I couldn't believe, you know, how much bravado she had. And then it almost was her that got it. 
And it was Ty that saved the day. He was the one that ran out at the very last minute, found the clue to the idol, then from the clue had to go and locate the idol right before tribal council. He tells his tribe, I have the idol. And he's like, who do I give it to? They they discuss it it briefly and then they have to leave for tribal. One of them predicted it. Sierra's like, I think they're going to go for me. Like, how did Sierra know that? That's just the interesting part there. But they read it right. They played it right. The only interesting thing for me is they have this unique situation that's going on, and how did, you know, Ty's like, well, I'm going to go try to find this idol. Like, what have they been doing on that tribe for until then? That's the only part that's a little fishy to me. I I like Ty, though. Um, I like the excitement. I like this fast, like, I want the... If people want to watch a weird episode of Survivor, you just watch that Tribal Council. I wrote down in my notes, it started. the Tribal Council started at 8.43. Like, 15 minutes of Survivor to Tribal. And aside from a final Tribal, that's the longest Tribal Council that I can think of. Even a double vote-out has not been that long before. So, it was just so much drama and excitement. And then the funny, though, like, we're ready to vote. And Haley's like, oh, well, I'm not ready. I didn't consent to that. And I'm like... What the hell is going on here? It was definitely wild. I wouldn't have gone for him, but I also think going for Caleb when they did was, uh, I understand why, but I would have gone Haley then and probably Sandra or made a bigger splash with that vote out. Because the challenge beasts are going to make themselves more of a threat by just winning stuff. For somebody like Sandra, the more she lasts, the more she can... You know, sneak into the cracks and, you know, be shifty and bounce between alliances is more of these people around to be a physical threat. So I think by taking Malcolm out, they got rid of Caleb and they got rid of Malcolm, so they're, they're, they're playing ahead for post-merge. But, you know, the, the people like Sandra and Sari are still also available as another type of challenge. And you can hear them when they were leaving Tribal Council forget who it was that said JT set us up. Yeah, and I was like, where did they get that? I, I don't know where they got that idea from. Cause I don't JT, know. They saw JT go whisper, but JT can tell him, like, I told Brad to watch out because I thought it was Brad, unless that was the biggest, like, fake-out maneuver ever, which it could have been. He told Brad that they were going to vote out Sierra. Did he? I thought he said they're voting for you when he came over. When he said, I like you, dude, but, but um, we're voting out your friend, Sierra. Oh, did he? I thought he said for Brad to watch out, they're coming for you. Maybe I miswrote down my notes. Well, there was, okay. there, was tw- there was two different times that they whispered, so. Ah, uh, the second whisper is what's getting JT in trouble, then, I guess. And then the previews of next week, we see JT telling Sandra that he didn't tell 
tell Pepper about who they were voting for. And Debbie is freaking out at Culpepper. Maybe I missed Yeah, I know Debbie went off at Culpepper, but I'm just wondering why. Like, they figured it all out. I, I didn't see JT. I, I watched it twice. I guess I got to go watch it a third time. I thought that that didn't happen. I thought he was like, yeah, Brad, watch out. They're coming for you. So then he came back over and whispered again, like, they're voting Sierra. Okay. I didn't see that. I think that was the first time he talked to him. I don't know. He might have gone back I thought, over and... I thought and, my, note, my note said that he said... Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to find my first time I remember him telling Brad and then saying Sierra... Okay. Maybe I, I, I'll have to go watch it a third time. I don't mind watching the show a third time. It's just I thought I saw what happened, but I, I guess I didn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. I like Malcolm. I think I would have kept him around. If I probably we, would have targeted yeah. somebody else. I, I would have like gone for Kendra. I really hate to see it. him go. I know, and especially after she sat there and said, I know one thing, I'm not going home, I'll tell you that. I would have for sure been writing your name down. Then, you know, once you get that cocky, it's time to write your name down, you know? <laughs> yeah, her arrogance yeah. is amazing. I can't, I don't, I, I, I appreciate it as a fan, just strategy-wise. I can't believe she's doing all that stuff. It's just, it's shocking. But she's going to... I think she's going to make the merge. I don't see any reason why she's going to go yet. She only has the last three more votes because they've already said that the legacy advantage or that one advantage is like like six people left and 13 people left, so I'm pretty sure they're merging in a couple more votes. Like, I think she's got a good shot to get at least to the merge, and then if she's there... All the physical threats that are left are going to be a target, and her. I think I think they might even go for Sari before Sanji. It's just it's crazy how she's gonna how she's there now and how she's gonna keep going. I can't believe. I know. I know. It is crazy. If she wins the third time, that just that's a baller shot caller. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen, but wow, just imagine if she gets near a final tribal. Her story that, is... I can't even wrap a, my head around that. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you think of All-Stars, when all the winners were, like, immediately targeted. So. Um, but I really don't have anything else. I don't have anything specific for what we've got going on next week. I'm still trying to line some people up and finalize it, but we'll know soon who will be uh, who's on it. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and close this down if you're ready. I don't have anything else, yeah. Okay, well, I want to remind everybody to join us for Manic Mondays with Michelle Costa at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on Monday. 
I don't know at this time who our guest is going to be, but she always has great guests. And then back here again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central for Mike and the Mike with Mike Albright. And we're going to close the show with Rylance, we always do. Everyone have a great weekend. Take care and be kind to each other out there. Here's Ryan to close the show. Good night, all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great Mike on the mic, as always with Mike Albright. Mike, say good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, all. That's a wrap for us tonight.